Hi, I'm Jenny Donheiser. Ooh, and I'm Nicole Spezio. And this is How How Are Are You Brainwashed? Hot. Wow, really good work. Jenny. Really nice work. Babe, what's going on? (sighs) Babe, what is going on? I'm trying to write a movie in a week. I week and a half. You, you're not trying. You are <laughs> literally writing a movie in a week and a half, which is a psychotic <laughs> thing to do, and you're actually doing it. Yeah, big, big week for me. And I saw Megan. That's been my week. Uh, well, very Megan. fitting. Very fitting because of the name of our guest, which we will get to. But um, who I was also with at the viewing of Megan. Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe we'll talk about it with our guests. It was the rainiest of rainy days one could even imagine. You have to stop talking about the weather. I just it's so boring. So let's just take weather off the table. I apologize. You're so right. Just being in office culture, it's... I. Getting here is so hard, right? right? I can't I, uh, do it. Yeah. You are a beautiful, insightful genius. Stop talking about the goddamn weather. You know, I work in customer success, which is a made-up job. <laughs> and we have to talk. I have to talk to people across the country. And that's just how you – it's winter. What's happening in California? What's happening in Salt Lake City? What's happening in Florida? That's how we start our conversations. Well, uh, where are you located? And I, babe, would challenge you to sort of push through <laughs> that and find something, find a fun icebreaker question to ask your little coworkers. I'll be like, hey, guys, what's your favorite Trader Joe's snack? That's what, yeah. that's what Zach told us that was a good icebreaker or a good dinner party question last night. I like to know what instruments people played in high school. I think it can really say, or I guess middle school, whenever you legally were forced by the government to learn instruments. I never learned an instrument. Well, that's Texas, baby. That's Texas education. You never had to learn an instrument? Not even recorder? Uh, hmm. I did have to learn handbells. <laughs> did you what? Ever, did you ever have to do handbell choir? What are you saying <laughs> to me? Like um, church? Uh, no, handbells. It's it's bells that you hold in your hands. And they're, you're all holding different keys. I'm going to say note. notes. And you have to follow your bell's story and you make a song. Story. I'm loving your interpretation of music. <laughs> um, no, in New Jersey, we did not do handbell chorus. Uh, yeah, sure. I don't know. Choir. No. I... um. I picked saxophone. Whoa, Lisa Simpson, much? I know. That is obviously all the girls were like, flute, clarinet, flute, clarinet. And I was like, I'm fat and I will play the saxophone. (laughs) I'm not like the other girls. I'm different. Wow. I love that for you. Yeah. And then there were too many buttons, so I switched to trumpet. Three buttons. Did you you spit a lot when you play saxophone? Yeah. Cool. You have like a wooden reed i can't get into it okay there's some there's a spit valve where you like dump your spit on the floor oh i watched tar (laughs) okay i don't know how we got there from there i orchestra oh god i know damn it i know i know i'm sorry we're gonna talk about it when we when i've seen it well i know we're behind i'm behind that's right you knew that because i had watched it last week and I, I really have no stories i have no new content i only want to talk about the weather and tar okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, kept, I kept trying to watch tar and graham 
my husband was like, you keep talking about tar. <laughs> Please, let's just watch it uh-huh. so that you will shut up about it. I just wanted to know if it was in competition for the Oscars for everything, everywhere all at once and or not. And what's your verdict? No. Not for any Oscars. What not? Is it just, no, I for just Best Picture and Her? Is that what it's nominated for? In my brain, it was like, oh, it's probably the best contender. I don't know why. Uh-huh. Because that was the most chatter I'd heard. Uh-huh. I was like, if anything's going to beat everything everywhere all at once, it'll be Tar. But maybe that was just because I follow gay guys on Instagram. But. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, this is a, this is a everything everywhere all at once. Stan podcast. Yeah. We root for it for all categories. Yeah. And Tar's not going to beat it. Okay. Well, that's great. I do still want to see Tar. Yeah. Because okay. I do. Yeah, from what I hear, it's all the things I like. Unlikable women. Um, yeah. What do you know about it? And conducting. That's, that's it. That's you, know, it. you know that she's unlikable, though? Yeah. You but wish you, I didn't know that? But you don't know why. No? Okay, cool. I love that. Okay. <laughs> she's so... How does she... The power. Yeah. The power of her voice. That's in, vocal training, baby. She shows up She shows up in any scene and you're just like, your whole body and attention is on her at all times in anything, I think. That's the point. And That's she's why like, she's so Hello, I'm Tar, Lydia Tar. Like, it, <laughs> you're being Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> you're always being Elizabeth Holmes. I just am so am am so impressed by her in everything. She wow, the hottest yeah. Jenny thinks Kate Blanchett is good actress. Stop the goddamn presses. <laughs> she, you know, she's actually good. I just, I did watch it high, which I don't recommend. And okay, she did just really resonate my full body and soul, and that is impressive. Okay. Anyway, I'm looking forward to seeing it. And I can't wait to talk to you about it. Babe, what's going on with you, my good friend, Nicole? Okay. Um, I would like to publicly shout out my husband, <gasps> Mike, because my Christmas gift this year was a, a surprise date night once a month for the whole year, which is Chef's Kiss Celeste. It was our first surprise date night. And we went to Emilio's Bellato, and it was so fucking good. It was so good, and um, and it was a nice double date with two of his friends. They were so lovely. I've been wanting to meet them for a while, and I had not met them yet. And it was just uh, great. So I don't usually like to celebrate a man, but I will say that because you know he's um he's not the best surpriser. Sure. Yeah, and men are bad at that. Did I know that he was going to propose to me because of his reaction to me asking if he wanted pancakes? Yes. <laughs> We're going to need to expand on that. that. For All right, let's, I will quickly say that I we bought the ring together because like, I'm going to let us straighten in. Pick out the most expensive piece of jewelry I ever owned? No, I'm going to pick out my own ring. Um, so that was not a surprise, but when it was going to happen was a surprise. And I... Asked him, I was like, oh, Sunday, what if I make us pancakes? We do a little cute morning thing. And his whole body tensed up. And he was like, um, if you want. And I was like, okay, this is a crazy reaction. Um, I'm getting engaged. And ultimately, I did get engaged. And I did not make pancakes. So, yeah, but I think lots of people know when they're going to get engaged. And it's okay. 
you can know when you're going to get engaged. I love that, though. He's such a sweet, it's such a good idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. I can't wait. And and also, our first date was supposed to be to go to the Cheesecake Factory because I do, unfortunately, love the Cheesecake Factory. But his parents got us a cheesecake gift card for Christmas. <laughs> and so I already made us go to Cheesecake Factory in January. So he had to retool and come up with a whole new January date. Wow. Okay. A, a great one. He, he did. He did, yeah. I love that. I I have I said to Grandma, I was like, did you hear what Mike got a call for Christmas? And he was like, you want me to do that? And I was like, I don't not, not want you to maybe plan a thing every now and again. Your love language is gift. And you know, your so, husband yeah. should know that. <laughs> so and deliver on it. And quality time. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I like gifts. So it was so cute. It was so nice. And we had a delicious... What was the best thing you ate at the dinner? The best bite. This is so sad, but the Caesar salad. Oh, wow. Okay. But, but everything was really good. But, but just, you know, so often a Caesar salad is trash. Yeah. And this one just fucking hit. It was good. That little anchovy in my mouth. It was so good. Wow. I gotta go. I'm putting it on my list. Yeah. What we can talk about is Megan. Let's talk about Megan. And we could also bring in our guests to talk about Megan. Oh, my God. If the, we want to. The craziest thing. Is our guest is named Megan. <laughs> <laughs> and that and babes, this was not planned. This is family. This guest is family, and that's what the community needs to know first and foremost. Uh, she's a screenwriter. She is a satire writer, honey, making those little funny jokes, seeing culture in an incisive way. Actress also. Absolutely. Check out her film Lob. We also just worked on a new short film together, which we'll see if she'll talk about. But she also has a short film on Adult Swim. Oh, heard of it? Called Bet. You can watch it on HBO Max. Genius. Uh, genius. She's our sister. That's, I mean, truly family. Yes, she, we did go to acting school together. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll get other guests at some point, but. Just kidding. We are honored to have this guest. Please welcome to the pod, Megan Kensel. Uh, well, you guys, that was excruciating to not participate uh, in a conversation with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird, It was right? surreal to not participate. The first time you ever heard us talk where you could not speak. I mean, it was delightful, I, but like, there were so many, I learned new things about you guys, which is shocking. Jenny Handel Choir? <laughs> <laughs> well, I already forgot about it. That was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know about Mike's gift to you. And mm. I did think it was an amazing idea. It's a great gift. Yeah. Did he confer with you again? He didn't. He was oh. confident. Oh, he No, knew. when we went to the play, like right before Christmas, mm-hmm. he, you were in the bathroom. And he's okay, like. you tell the audience everything. He's like, so what are you getting yet for Christmas? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, can I tell you what I'm getting, Nicole? I was like. Yeah, please. And he told me, I was like, wow, that's like an extremely romantic gift. And then Nat got back and I was like, what's this gift? And he's like, wow, it's really impressive. Yeah, I want Mike to make all the partners feel <laughs> yeah, bad. Step up their game. What did you get, Nat? And what did, what did I get? get you? Well, we kept small because we moved and yeah. then went to Vietnam for three weeks. So right. spending a lot of money, but... I gave him this, like, 
It's like a kimono cardigan, but it's corduroy. He really loves this style of, it's like a home coat, Mm -hmm. but not the like home coats that are like super trendy right now that everyone's wearing. Do you know? You don't know what I'm talking about. I have a home coat. But he, he loves, he loves it. And he wants like one in every, he's been talking about it like the entire time I've known him. I love this. And they're, they're kind of expensive. So I was like, I'll just buy you one. Um, and he got me a Parks Project hammock for two. That was oh very my cute. God. I got that for my brother. Really? Yeah. I'm very Is it the one with shrooms? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's yeah. so funny that it's very me cute. And Matt bought the same gifts for people this Christmas. Wow. Oh, Wait, what's a Parks Project hammock? I okay. didn't buy or receive this present. What does that mean? Parks Project is like a brand okay. that supports national parks. Okay, cute. We and I want stuff from there. As a family. Well, maybe the listeners also don't know it. Maybe I'm playing uh, pretend for the listener. <laughs> it's overpriced goods, but they support national parks, so it's okay. You yeah. feel okay about it being expensive. Yeah. But it's like quality. But it's just like sweaters and home goods and, and a hand. And, and there's like camping stuff. This book is from it. It's super cute. All of it. Again, okay, things that don't translate oh, in a they, podcast. They guys can't the book. see the book. It's a yellow parts, parts book. Okay, <laughs> it's called I see it now. It's on my, what do you call this, console? Yeah, media console. <laughs> <laughs> my media console that's now just dog toys. Okay, let's talk about Megan. Megan, okay, sorry. Uh, this Megan. Is, this well, is Megan, her friend, talking about Megan, Megan, the, movie. Megan the movie. But in the movie, they call her Megan. People, Most people probably won't notice this, but I noticed As it. a lifelong Megan. As a Megan, not a Megan. They called her Megan. They called her. So many of the other characters call her Megan, hmm. including the little girl, Katie. Hmm. She's always like, Megan, I want to be with Megan. I was like, I wow. hear my name. I have a question. Yeah. Did you guys think that little girl was good or bad? <laughs> well, we're not doing that. <laughs> That's me. We're not doing that. This is a podcast that supports all children, especially actors. And She's in a movie and we're not. So I think that she's doing just fine. I sort of didn't think she was bad. She did take me out of the film. Great. I didn't think anything about her performance at all. <laughs> what a weird question, Jenny. <laughs> I thought she was bad. Leave me alone. Leave a child. child alone. Yeah. Also, what what hard part to act. Her at the end of the movie, I was just like, this girl's never going to be okay. Ever. She's going to be the unwell. Character. The character. Yeah, yeah. The child actor. <laughs> Maybe also the child actor. Well, Who knows? They're going to do a sequel, and so she's going to fucking go to Stella Adler workshop <laughs> over these next two years and kill it in the sequel. Can I ask if you thought Allison Williams was good? Is that a lot? I always think Allison Williams is good. I'm a Marnie apologist for life, so Yeah. I uh, think she's in on the joke. I think she's great. Yeah, I thought she was good. You're gonna come for Allison Williams? I just, oh, I think I feel like she was marking it. I feel like she was checked out for a lot you're of. You're saying a lot of inflammatory I'm stuff. Have people coming. I want the Allison Williams fans to <gasps> drag our asses through the mud in the comments. <laughs> was that his mark? Was that not just the character being, yeah. like, a generally, like, I robotic no. person? No. I mean, I thought the script was, like, fine. Whoa. Oh, wow. <laughs> fucking 
Everyone's favorite movie, Jenny, was a terrible well, I mean, what was fun about it was Megan. Not what wasn't fun about it wasn't the the dialogue. Was it? I mean, yes, the dialogue was a lost. Megan's dialogue. Yeah, but um, they, okay, I don't remember a line, <laughs> but. But the other people, ha- it's like the straight man and then the star. It's like yeah. you need the straight man around the star of Megan. Sure, sure. I just thought they were really like, well, her parents are dead and technology right. is replacing yeah, her. Yeah, that's camp. That's the yeah. point. That's the whole point. No, I just felt like, we got it, bro. Let us have fun no, with the there is no, There is no subtext in these kinds of movies, and that is the point. Yeah, to me, it honestly felt like almost like Charles Bushy, like in the tone. It wishes. What <laughs> wish? This is great. I heard one bad joke. Charles Bush is a smart writer. This was not a smart. Oh wow! This is a, this this generation never gonna take. work in Hollywood. <laughs> this is a this is a flaming pig. <laughs> It was the smartest script. I felt a lot of titanium. You stupid bitch. I mean, that's funny, but yeah. that's nothing to do with the script. She's it's in the script. <laughs> so you okay? Like I'm struggling to remember exact lines, but exactly okay. But okay, well, it's a scene. Straight guys in middle school. I don't need yeah. to quote movies. So true. But a scene that is sticking out to me is when she kills Kurt in the. Sorry, spoiler. Huge spoilers for um, Megan. Everybody. She kills Kurt in the elevator. You remember people's names? Kurt is... Kurt is the, uh, like, Ronnie Shang's assistant. Oh. Who steals the IP. We need that character, but yeah. No. Well, we need him for the sequel. Didn't he die? Yeah, but he... It was red hair. It was like, oh, right. Yeah, it was like, oh. Yeah, that's like classic script stuff. (laughs) He's a writer, Jenny. (laughs) It went nowhere, though. I was like, is he actually stealing stuff? And it was like, you thought you were stealing stuff, but you weren't and die now. This is wild. This movie is tearing us apart. Well, it's tearing us apart, Lisa. Lisa. Okay, well. Well, you know, a healthy debate is always. You didn't think Megan was a fucking boppy. Oh, I did. I did. I did. I did. But I think it was a bop. Maybe. Megan. Maybe. this. Literally nothing else. (laughs) This might be my fault because I did accidentally purchase us tickets to the open captioning. Mm -hmm. Is that right? (laughs) Um, Version. And maybe you were just really looking at the caption. That was great. Great wow. point, actually. That you were reading all the lines and, and that. And trying to write a movie right now, so I'm judging everyone. Right. Yeah. So it's Megan's fault that you hate yeah, Megan. Blame Megan for, for hating Megan. Megan. Um, what else is going on with you besides seeing Megan with us with open captioning? Me? Yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> I'm also trying to write a movie in a week and a half. <laughs> Which is, you know, we just always are paralleling each other, and it's funny. <laughs> Do you guys want to say why you're both writing movie in a week and a half, or vaguely, or no? We both entered a screenwriting competition, and getting into round two meant you had to turn in the screenplay. So we both were like, we'll submit to this. This is fine. And now we actually have to write a movie. Yeah, I was like, oh, cool. I'll get my pitch together, and then I'll be ready to write it. But Not thinking they would actually level me up. But, you know, it's it's gonna, it has to happen. Really? I'm not gonna not turn something in. No, you're gonna, you both are going to write a movie. 
You are in the process of writing a movie. Yeah. And I think the listeners all want to know, are there parts for me in your movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have tons of parts. Okay, we got tons. Megan? Oh, okay. my movie is, you know, a woman in her 60s. And a I'm bunch too of young. Teens. I think we can all say. And 20-something. Give me a, a backwards hat. I could be Gen Z. I'm about to write a scene in a grocery store. You could work at the grocery store. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll kind of do whatever. Wait, wait <laughs> watch this. Aisle three. <laughs> You're, you looked it. Thank Your you. gas. Okay. In the movie that I currently have no funding for. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you what about like, me? Oh, she wants to be in it too. I want to be in it too. too. You could play the. Well, you both could play the daughter. Oh, oh so Jane can play the daughter, and I can play the cashier. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! Yeah. I wasn't thinking about her, uh-huh. and that's really just actually very telling of the flaw, fundamental flaw with the script right now. You forgot about your main character. She's the secondary character. Okay, and right so now pretty she's high. boring as hell. So oh. you don't want to play this. It's no. not for you. I well, it's based on me and my mom, but. I don't know if I actually want to. Mm. Might be too meta to play you with your mom. Jenny knows about that. <laughs> in my head, no, if, if, if I it. were to make, is this boring? If I were to make this movie, I think maybe I'd rather direct it than be in it. Cool. Even fun. though I don't, I've never directed and I'm scared of it. But I don't, you could do it. I don't think I want to direct myself. No. That's, that's, but also, I'm not going to be able to make this movie for a long time, probably so. Maybe by then I'll be ready. But if you win, will they just make your movie? No. They kept they well they could. No. Okay. They like help you to get help to okay. make your movie. They help you develop it and pitch it to yeah. people with money. Okay, that's not enough. But they're not saying like you will win the one money. Yeah. They're <laughs> saying we're gonna help you develop it so you could There's pitch it for money. Okay. Zero but guarantee. Unclear. But but not nothing. Not nothing. I mean, I'll take a developer. Sure. Please mm. help me. Anyway. I would love help developing the script. Yeah. Just that alone. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. It's very impressive that you guys are both little writer girls, as <laughs> um, Aviva said to Carol Radzowell. Um, you don't remember? Anything? Yes. Okay, writer girl. Um, uh- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, real quickly. I know you don't watch Housewives, but I just want to say something really quickly to my friend Nicole about Housewives, which is that, did you see that Brandy Glanville got sent home filming? Oh, right. All she, girls she got sent home or did she just get into a fight and was threatened with legal action? Oh, I saw that she left Morocco. That's that's hard to hear. Yeah, because uh, she got in a fight with Caroline, Caroline Manzo. Manzo. That's what the blind item was making me think, but she, I didn't want her to go home. <laughs> I know. Do you think they're going to bring her back to BH? I'd like her. We need somebody telling the goddamn truth about BH. <laughs> That's for damn sure. <laughs> Megan, do you want to say what you texted me? Well, yeah. This is actually helpful for me because I've oh. put a, a Real Housewives runner in the film. It's like a thing the mother and daughter talk about. Sweet. Because it's a good allegory for talking about di- ugly divorces. There's a mm. lot of those on don't we know it? <laughs> and obviously, I don't know shit about Real Housewives. So I texted the expert. Nicole. She was like, "What? What Housewives franchises are like 
not good right now. And I was like, okay, well, do you mean like in terms of that the fans hate them or just like the plot is not good? Like you need to be more specific. So I gave her like five different. She wrote me an essay, which I loved. And I did put something in there about Beverly Hills, actually. Okay, great. Um, And I've been learning about Lenny and Elisa's divorce in Miami because. Brutal. It feels, yeah, it feels parallel to some of the themes that are being explored in the script. This was an anti-Lenny Hochstein podcast. He sounds evil. Trash. Bad. Yeah. Just plastic surgeon. Trash. Well, yeah. I mean, are plastic surgeons good? I don't want to get canceled by the plastic surgeon. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yelling at me about getting canceled. something that we should maybe get. Well, Mm. a lot of the script I'm writing is about plastic surgeon. It's about about the female mutilation and what we do to ourselves to maintain youth and beauty. Whoa. Like <laughs> like botulism. Like botulism. Paralyzing your face. Yeah. Yeah. Or like literally cutting off parts of yourself, sucking shit and out. Like of the you. lifting the cheek thing. Oh. That Chrissy Teigen did. What? She had her buccal fat oh, that, removed. Yeah. Wild. Or Kybella, which I want. Yeah. Yeah, I want that too. <laughs> Not that yet. Is- Not yeah. yet. Not yet. Do you guys know about this? New injectable diabetes drug with all the stuff. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. yes, yes. So that fucked up. is cuckoo. Yeah, we're in the darkest timeline for sure. <laughs> it's it's not good. What's happening? Apparently, people who need that medication are having a hard time getting it. Yeah, because it's so popular with celebrities and rich people for weight loss. Mindy <laughs> Kaling. Okay, don't don't so. get specific. Yeah, that's why she's so skinny now. Okay, shush, 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 shush. I want to work in this town. I'm not saying yes. anything that Dumois isn't saying. <laughs> we are Dumois. He's real. <laughs> but like, you see, and I see that and I'm just like, what is going on with that person? You know? And maybe they're just happy or maybe they're not. I don't know. Like, it seems like just sticks at great lengths. Well, the point is that, you know, it's not the individual's fault no. for doing what society is telling them right, they right, have right. to do. Um, but yeah, probably not good to take drugs from people who need them for a different thing. Yeah. Definitely not. So yeah. we don't support that. Everyone's hurting at the end of this. Yeah. And that's so sad. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I mean, talk about brainwashing. Ultimately. This is a good segue. Nice, mate. This is a good segue. Okay. Megan, you know, there's something that we like to talk about in every episode. And I just want to ask you, Megan Kensel, you know, how are you brainwashed? And that can mean by society, by your upbringing. What was something you thought to be true that you now know is full bullshit? Well, I, I, did, I did think about it. And there's so many things. Um, should I just pick one? We got all day, babe. Let's pick one. I'll see just, how it goes. I'm going to list the the top three okay. that came to me okay beautiful one that you can change people especially men you're oh. dating in a heterosexual relationship oh. as a woman um the second one is the myth of the starving artist <laughs> and the third one is santa <laughs> wow wow oh. Where do you want to start, Nicole? Which one? Santa. <laughs> Santa. <laughs> I think we should touch down on Santa first. 
I never thought about that one. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, I lived in Santa until I was 11, which I don't think is okay. Yeah. My mom did too good of a job being Santa. (laughs) Yeah. She would use different wrapping paper. Yeah. She wrote the tags with her left hand, so the handwriting would look different. That's smart. She hid the separate wrapping paper in, like, a crazy corner of the garage where children could never get. Genius. I became increasingly obsessed with Santa, and I would make my parents put out nine carrots because I also believed in Rudolph. Sure. Including the cookies and milk. And a, which apparently they would just like feed them to the dog or put them back in the fridge. Not with chocolate. No. I, yeah, I know. I, I guess it wasn't chocolate. I'm sure cookies. it wasn't chocolate. <laughs> um, you and a dog running? Yeah. <gasps> Learning everything new. Okay. Handbell's dog. Yeah. Um, yeah, my mom did too, too good of a job. And then I, and also, at that point, every other kid my age didn't believe in Santa, yeah. pretty much. So they would be... And I was so, like, precocious, and they would, like, fight with me at school. They'd be like, yeah. Santa's not real, and I'd be like, yes, he is! Like, And I'd cite all this ridiculous evidence, of course. Oh, oh what evidence? The cookies are I don't remember, because it doesn't make any sense now. But then I figured it out myself. Mm-hmm. On Christmas morning, which was devastating. Well, how? Okay, so this is a funny side note. I think you guys know that as a child, I was obsessed with Betty Boop. Yes, sexual, which is so weird if you think about <laughs> it. But we went to Las Vegas for a family vacation. I don't know why you go there for a family vacation, but we were at the MGM store. And I saw my mom purchasing a Betty Boop pillow. Obviously, it's for me. It's not for my siblings who could give a shit about Betty Boop. That was like in February. I thought I'd get it for my birthday in May. And I didn't. Forgot about it. And then Santa gave it to me. Oh, so your mom got sloppy. (laughs) She? Yeah. Well, I think she didn't know that I saw her buy the gift, you know. That's what I'm saying, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But also, she bought it in February for next and she Chris hid it all that time. Wow! Oh, Paula, it's it's sweet, but it's also is a weird thing that we do to children. Well, and pa- a lot of parents now are not doing it because like, like it's I want to new- traumatize you. Yeah, because it was it was for me the lion. It was yeah that I could because. You know, they try to teach you that your parents are safe and you're supposed to listen to them. And then they're like, oh, I have ultimately been lying to you for all these years. And it's, it was, it was devastating a little bit. Yeah. And I too, I too, yeah, had a similar experience. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was like magic died. Like I was like, oh. And also I'm an, I'm an idiot. Right. My sister knew before me. Your now her younger sister yeah, listeners. <laughs> she was eight years old and she oh, knew. Wow. So smart. she's a smarty. Yeah. Yeah. I think I found out I found out where the gifts were being hidden. I would look for them. Joanne too was sloppy. Yeah, and I and the route big paper. She was a great at it. 
I was a peeker earlier. Not, I like stopped because I realized that like surprises, but I think she was hiding all the Santa gifts in a different part of the house wow. too like so much effort wait okay so what do parents now do they're just like this is christmas and yeah a I lot of them like once you're old enough to process uh-huh because also like toddlers don't really know yeah what's going on so you can be like oh yeah santa and they're like not really but yeah a lot of parents now the like new trend is to not tell them that santa's real just like it's like a fun Tradition on Christmas to... Okay, well, I'll do whatever you guys do. So just tell me what we're doing. <laughs> what are we doing? I don't huh. know yet, honestly. thought about it, but it does feel cuckoo to just straight up look your child in the eye and be like, yes, a man comes down the chimney and leaves the gifts and goes to every house all over the world and my night. Yeah, that's crazy. I also like didn't put it all together at the same time. So like an hour later, I was like, the tooth fairy! not my girl the tooth fairy <laughs> and it honestly my mom meant well but it's also so manipulative because they're like if you're bad you're you know well i mean religion <laughs> i mean it's uh, you know all part of it right you better be good not for goodness sake but to get a new sweater every year <laughs> Okay, um, sorry. So what were your other brainwashes? They were all good, so I want to talk about them all, I think. Uh, the the myth of the starving artist. No, yeah, yeah talk to us more about that. The myth is that it's, that it's romantic mm. and that mm. you can survive on nothing as long as you're doing your art mm. and it'll happen no matter what eventually and it'll be fine and it's like... No, like you have to get a day job. You yeah. have to pay bills. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe it was a different time in the 60s or whatever, but no, it doesn't work now. So starving artist is real, but it's not sexy. Yeah, it's not romantic. It's not fun. Yeah. It's not actually. It's true and bad. I guess it, yeah, I guess it's not a myth. The word starving is yeah. real. Yeah. Do you think a lot of quote unquote starving artists are just funded by their rich parents and they're not actually starving, but they're behaving bohemian and appearing bohemian, but there's a secret money? There's definitely some of that. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Did rent make you guys want to live in New York and be an artist? I mean, rent definitely changed my brain. (laughs) For sure. It changed my brain chemistry. Even though they were all starving, sick, and poor, I wanted to be them. And that's weird. It's not weird because then they're all best friends and they eat French fries at that big, long table and they dance. (laughs) (laughs) And also, the actors who played them weren't starving. They were, like, beautiful radiant right beings um now did i famously see idina menzel and tate Diggs at a french restaurant when i was in high school and i cried to them about rent and how much i loved it yes in new york city a f- what yes. french restaurant marseille I oh you're at a Times square like isn't that like famous or am i just a bunk i don't know i'm such a bunk then never heard of it 
Tay Diggs had a, um, I think, a leather vest on. <laughs> and it's accurate for he him. He stroked my hand because I would maybe won't. Just like, right? Wait. Meant so much to me. He like, he stroked. He was like, because I was inconsolable. I was crying so hard because I loved rent so much. Do you think that they like that or they hate it? I think they like it. You think they like it? Yeah, because I don't. Well, uh-huh. what okay. if it's date night? Well, they clearly well, were, and I interrupted it, but they're divorced now. Yeah, and it's because of Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, why did you do that? I know. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> yeah, I think that people like when people cry and they're like, thank you for all you did. That's nice. Yeah. I did that to John Karen Mitchell. And? and did he, did he stroke your it? hand? Did he stroke you? He was very nice about it. I, I mean, especially yeah. when it's like things like literally Hedwig and yeah, Rent, right. where it's like, just little middle schoolers who are not seen are like, thank you. You helped me. I mean, that that's cute and nice. Yeah, he was nice. It's not like fucking like Captain America or something like really changed me. You know, it's like, yeah, it's cute. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, I mean, I'm sure both of them till they die. Yeah, will that have will happen. Experience. Yeah, he was very nice. He introduced me to his friend, asked me my name. It was all very sweet. What and then was the friend's name? I don't know. Wow. I was 24 or something. <laughs> um, yeah, it was nice. But yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. And it's not actually romantic. It's actually really hard and, and sometimes sad. Yeah. Did okay. you come here to New York thinking like, I'm going to be a starving artist and that is okay? Fully. Yeah, fully. I was extremely naive, as you guys know. Because you, <laughs> you met me at the time. I was so naive. And I was, like, really – I was such a nerd that I became obsessed with, like, hippies f- because of AP U.S. history. Like, oh, my God. Like, that learning the nerdiest about it. thing that you can say. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true, though. So cute. Like, I just became obsessed with that, like, counterculture. I just, like – She came to college in full tie-dye, like, regalia <laughs> – VW bunk pins and stickers and like flowers and swirls. I love that tie dyes. And again, I almost wore my tie dye sweater here today, but I didn't. Cool. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it's still in me. I like still have affection for that. But yeah, I got here and then it was like, oh no, I have no money and not really a good financial support system. So. I guess I'm going to go work in a leasing office. <laughs> Rent, but they work in a leasing office. <laughs> but they are the problem. But you survived and thrived and met great friends. In retrospect, did it feel like a good time of your life? Would you write a movie romanticizing it? Whoa. And perpetuating the problem. Absolutely not, Jenny. <laughs> I would not be part of the problem. That's not the movie you're writing now is how fun it was to starve it in my <laughs> I do I do have a movie idea about that time in my life, but it would be about how much it sucked. Mm, I'd love to see that movie. Yeah. Okay. okay. So and what's the third one? Yeah. The third one is probably the biggest one. Oh yeah. Which is the idea that you can change people or that especially in romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. especially straight men if you're a woman do you think people can change 
I think that people can change if they want to change. Yes. But it's small and it's hard. And also most people don't. Mm. That's what I think now. But that's after a decade plus of therapy. (laughs) I think maybe people can grow, but they can't change. Mm. Tell me the difference. I think like I am fundamentally that little girl that I was, but have been able to blossom and leave some parts behind, but I still feel her. I would agree with that, actually, in my experience. Like you either grow or you don't grow. But Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever change. I'm just sort of working through this now. It's not like a long theory of mine, but (laughs) it's like evolution. The core is the same. I feel more like my younger self now Mm -hmm. because I feel more true to myself Mm -hmm. than I did for a long time when I was really grappling with a lot of things and, like, had so many different defense mechanisms Mm -hmm. that kind of slowly peeled away. Yeah. Totally. Yes. We... You start as just like raw joy in life, and then everyone's like, "No, you're bad. You're <laughs> disgusting. You're ugly. Stop!" And mm-hmm. then so you just like pile on the the armor, and then you live in the armor for a while, and then hopefully <laughs> you go to enough therapy that you're like, "Wait, I I actually don't need to." Okay, I saw this on TikTok. Did I already say this to you guys? That there's when you're being defensive, mm-hmm. there's there's two of you. There's the you that's doing the defending, and the you that you are protecting. And oh. I was like, okay, TikTok. You love a TikTok. I'm scrolling constantly and that's fine. But <laughs> I, you know, I like that. That is, I think, true. Yeah. It's like somebody has to protect. Mm-hmm. And so it's that version of you that's trying to protect the little version. Oh, yeah. I think there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. I'm working on not being as defensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah. I think, I'm sure all three of us in this room are working on that yeah. all the time. I don't think anyone, like, I, I think we all have the instinct. It's whether you act on it mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. Being like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. Or for me, it's like, yes, I'm going to get defensive. And then, like, I, t- I need to sit with it for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, that was an emotional reaction. Yes. I would love to skip that 10 minutes. I know. I'd love to. That's the goal. I feel. But can you? Because everything that I like read about this is you have to self-soothe. So don't you need time to do that? And don't you need Mm -hmm. time to like process, like take in what was actually said and think about why is that making you defensive? I don't think. I don't think anyone can be like a hundred percent ready in the exact moment. No, but like I would like to be able to be like, you embarrassed me or you hurt my feelings. Like yeah. I would like to be able to come at it with that because that is the truth of what is happening mm-hmm. instead of just coming back with fighting mm-hmm. fighting mm-hmm. gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also one must have patience and forgiveness. For oneself, if you're going to yeah. have that emotional reaction on yeah. the back. Yeah, so you can't at, just eliminate it, at right? At least you can acknowledge yeah. it. Yeah, and, and like, some instances you do need to stand up for yourself. Like, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Sometimes you do actually have to be defensive because 
you might actually be being a guest. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough to know when you actually are, though. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And sometimes information, you know, when Graham is defensive, sometimes it's because I'm delivering the information or I'm coming at him in a way that is not helpful for him at all. So I have to sort of, you know, recalibrate and think about how I'm going to deliver that in the hopes that maybe it will land a little bit differently. Because a lot of times you're just being triggered. It has nothing to do actually with what they said to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You're just like, no, I am clean. (laughs) (laughs) Jenny. (laughs) You are dirty one. Um, (laughs) It's like, oh, he's actually just like asking me, like maybe sometimes I could do this thing. Right. Yeah. I think I saw another thing on TikTok (laughs) where your son posts to when your partner says something that you're supposed to play back what you just heard because so so many times it's not what was said. It is a full other thing that you just made it be. And I haven't actually done that, but I I thought, hmm, that's a good idea. (laughs) Yeah. Graham asks me that a lot. He's like, now can you tell me what What you heard? What I just said? What I just said. I'm I'm the Graham. Because it's a, it's a, it's, that's a trigger for me is Mm -hmm. for the other person to say not what I said. Yeah. To not be based in reality. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. that's when it's your buddy, your partner, you're like, no, no, like come, come back, come back. (laughs) I love to travel to other realities and planets. (laughs) Yeah. And it's really fun. (laughs) Very good fault. They're like, huh, interesting. You are not listening to me and you're in a full other planet has everything to do with your trauma. So why do you think straight you so you're saying that women have a predisposed idea that they can change men. I and was, that that is not true. Yeah. I was trying to think like what was the genesis that made me think that? And I don't really know. Like, but I also had subscriptions to every like teen magazine mm. because there was like a magazine drive competition at my school and I wanted <laughs> so specific. I Why am I wanted to be on 17 just yeah. 14. Just uh, 14? What's that? I think that's one of them. I didn't know that. J14? Uh, is that like Tiger Beat? Well, Tiger Beat's like 70s, no? No, Tiger Beat was in our era. I didn't have Tiger Beat, but every time I went to my grandma's house, there would be like three of them on my pillow waiting for me. Oh, that's so so cute. It's sweet, but also weird when you really think about it. Well, I mean, yeah, did I like need blowjob tips at 13? Like, you know, tough. I had all of them. That was like Cosmo. I don't know, 17. No, why am I giving blowjob tips? No, not young miss. Oh, what it, it depended on which one you had, but I had the full range that were for older ages as well. I read them cover to cover. Yeah. And so I don't really know where it came from, but it also probably came from rom-coms to some degree. Okay. I have a theory. Yeah. Maybe not where it came from from you, but in culture. Uh, so obviously we all watch Mad Men. The men were bad for a really long time. Yeah. Right? And yeah. probably... To exist, the women needed to feel like I can change this. Mm-hmm. My life will not just be serving this horrid, hard man. Like they must, it must have been in a like coping mechanism. A hope. That's that's what I bet. Interesting. Is- like, yeah, you can change him. 
I think it's also just like needing content. But oh, like the magazines, they're like um, an article about how to get a man to change for you. <laughs> like, I was like, I they're like, sure, sure, that's a thing. You go off and write it, Marissa. You think that men being able to change is clickbait? Yes! Whoa, okay. I mean, they did have to fill those pages. Yeah, what are they? They're like, how many embarrassing stories about getting your period while you're cheerleading and one person pregnant? <laughs> a lot. A lot. Embarrassing period stories. Period stories. Putting, your, putting your tampon in your shirt so no uh, one would see so scary dark such deep shame yeah around our bodies around our I, have, I have the teens now uh, they got their tampons out and they're just like swinging yeah i'm changing my tampon guys <laughs> that's the energy yeah my skirt has a blood stain on it for my period i'm not embarrassed well those were great answers megan wow shall we move on to our final game yeah is it time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tell us what the game is, Jeanette. Okay. Megan. Now we're going to play a little game called Casting. Um, unfortunately, because we all met in acting school, we now are going to select a topic or category and have you cast us all as that category. You know this game because we actually play this We game play this game you. in real life all the time, unfortunately. So you you know the game. Deeply familiar but I'm casting alone? No, we're all going to yeah, cast. No, we're all oh, casting. Okay. Um, but we have to all pick. Do you have a category you want to play with? <sighs> I didn't do homework on this part. That's okay. We can figure one out. I have one. Oh, what? Our pets. Oh, cute. How is this? Oh. Our pets. Is that lame? Because no one listening knows our pets. It's okay. We'll, t- we'll <laughs> give our answers. <laughs> we could describe our pets. Okay. We're representing two cats and one dog. Yeah, maybe we'll do a pets. Maybe we'll do another fun one. I'll say our cats. So let's do the pets. Let's do the pets first. So everyone, take a moment. I'm locked in. I think I'm locked. In. I'm gonna lock in. Okay. All right. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Okay. Nicole is obviously my cat, Carmen. Yes. Yeah, because Nicole and Carmen both are elegant. Mm-hmm. Stunning, blue-eyed beauties who just, they're the center of attention. They enter the room. You can't help but want to be with them, mm. lounge with them. Mm. I do and some also, of my best work lounging. And also, they're hilarious, both of them. Yeah, I feel great about that. Jenny is her dog, (laughs) (laughs) wild, (laughs) nervous energy. They love to party. They love hanging out with their friends. Um, Sometimes they get overstimulated. (laughs) When there's too much cheese, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And they're also very, very sweet and loving, both of them. Mm -hmm. And I'm ravioli because he is so weird and mischievous. Mm-hmm. Not that Jenny's not mischievous, but ravioli, I don't know. I think he's left, he's a little more shameless mm. than Monty. And I think I'm a little more shameless than <laughs> Jenny when it comes to mischief. <laughs> well, I gotta just say, I did the same casting. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I feel that Carmen is just, she is eleganza. She is a long-haired beauty. She is just the moment. And 
Yeah, Jenny, Jenny <laughs> is filled with a lot of love and a lot of, you know, one time we asked Jenny to describe Monty in a couple of words. And the first word she said was haunted, <laughs> which is a crazy thing to say about a dog. But I, if you meet him, you know what she means. <laughs> and I do think that you share that vibe with your nervous but loving baby and uh yeah megan's a little fucking freak i think you're a little <laughs> scrappy freak like my baby ravioli and just like yeah just do stuff you just sometimes you're sweet sometimes you're spicy you just do whatever you want to do on your own terms <laughs> well i too said all of this and agree for all the same reasons wow. i feel strongly that i am monty we are both anxious <laughs> weirdos who do love attention and pets and love and need to be in the same room as other people <laughs> waiting outside i can see his shadow waiting under the <laughs> he's so upset that we're in here without him just accurate and yeah megan is ravioli i mean ravioli is youthful mm. and spry mm. funny and loving he is very sweet and very scrappy yeah yeah, yeah. that's what it is that's the clincher also got huge eyes. And yeah, you're Carmen. No if ands or buts. Yeah. yeah. Carmen is stunner. Wow. Okay, secretly it was fun. It was fun to do our pets. <laughs> Good job, Jenny. Do you still want to do a bonus casting? No. <laughs> it turned out to be great. <laughs> we all agreed. I feel I feel like we gotta lock it in there. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it then. Is there anything else you want to tell the listeners? About you, yeah. About where to us find as children? You? When we were all, we did we make it clear that we all went to acting school together? Yeah. Okay. You guys understand. We went. We went to acting school together. We met at eighteen. Live together. We're family. We are family. We cry at every meal that we eat. One of us cries at every meal yeah. that we eat together, and it's beautiful. Um. Yeah. You're both my role models. I look up to you. I love you. You're my confidants. All the. All the Golden Girls things. Yeah. And, and that will be our life. What? Should we cast each other as the Golden Girls? But we don't have enough. We need four. Okay. Well, sometimes you can cast things that are not just three. You can just, you know, just well, do things that are right. Is it the three main and then there's... No, it's just whichever ones are right. Whichever ones are right. Yeah. Okay. You. Ha- I think we should do it. Okay. All right, I need I need a list of names. Okay, I can I'll pull it up. All right, maybe we shouldn't do it. Jenny doesn't even know the countdown. I, I know that Blanche, Rose, Ryan. Sophia, Dorothy. Okay, okay. Blanche, yeah, you know them. Yeah, I know them, but I forget stuff. Blanche, Rose, Sophia, Dorothy. You know them. Blanche, Rose, Sophia. I'm locked in. Dorothy. I'm locked in. Oh, I'm having a harder time. Feels so clear. Okay, you you guys go first. Okay, Megan is Rose. <laughs> I think you know. They, why shy away from it? That is the truth. You are Rose. That is your energy. It is in there. Jenny, I feel is Dorothy. I feel Jenny wow. is strong, powerful, leading woman energy. Wow. Uh, the the center. The I don't know. She keeps it all together it's all because of jenny and i am sophia italian and making jokes interesting <gasps> okay yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm shooting with that's what i'm going yeah. um i 
said the euros obviously um it's just yeah. euros there's babe no weapons you know there's no denying it you're not always rose but euros euros most of the time yeah 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 um i said you were blanche love that for me i mean just the life of the party lucy goosey easy breezy coming in the land in the punchline mm. I don't know. Yeah, you're just giving me loose vibes. I gave myself Sophia because she's very weird. (laughs) (laughs) She is an odd duck. Well, always like she feels sneaky to me. Yeah, she's like you know. (laughs) Yeah, so that's where I landed. What about you, Megan? I am obviously Rose. No doubt about it. Yeah, I I feel you're in Blanche Dor you're a Blanche Dorothy mm-hmm. combo, Nicole. Yeah, I hear that for sure. Um and yeah, Jenny is Sophia. <laughs> it's sad yeah. for me because Sophia is my favorite and I, I mean, always the star. I like if I could play any of the characters, that's the one I want to play. Yeah. But in real life, I am Rose. <laughs> <laughs> um, we love you. Megan, where can the people find you? People can find me on Instagram at Megan and the A-G-A-N underscore pencil. Uh, and everything's on my website that I do. Yes, honey. Yes, a website. If you feel like laughing. Ah, and the yes. people need to laugh. Yes. Go to Megan's website. Watch your short films. Read her satire. You're Google have her a ass. Day. Yeah. yeah, my ass is legendary. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, we love you. We love you.